Hello, and this is Nick Kennedy, your gray man, talking to you on a Monday evening. Glad to say uh, the cold weather seems to be finally leaving the great state of Georgia, which is great uh, because um, it's been pretty, pretty cold. Um, and as I've mentioned before, that's not, the, I didn't come to Georgia away from Boston um, to bring the cold with me. Um, but anyway, we, we seem to be gotten past that uh, that bad spell, and I guess most of the week now we're going to be back in the uh, 60s anyway, which is good. Um, so today I plan on um, reviewing uh, season two of Reacher. Um, now Reacher is from the Reacher novels uh, that I, oh, a big fan of to say the least. Um, up until about maybe. I don't know, maybe six or seven years ago, I actually had uh, come to a point where I um, read just about every single one of his books, but I, I've been a little negligent. Uh, um, so I'm probably a few novels behind, but uh, just about all of, all of the Reach novels I'm familiar with. And um, this one in particular, Bad Luck and Trouble. Um, yeah, I remember that was actually one of my favorites um, when I was reading. Uh, the problem with when you read as many novels of Reacher as I did, um, a lot of them kind of blur together. Um, it's not, you know, not a lot of real variety. There's always a pretty woman that he meets in trouble and he saves her and brings in Nagley, et cetera, uh, which is not to say that it's not enjoyable. Obviously it is, I'm reading all the novels, um, but I mean, they, they do have a tendency to, to kind of blur together, um, you know, which is fine. I mean, if you like that kind of thing, and I, I do. Um, what I like about it the most is uh, doesn't gloss over things that you know. That you know, uh, Reacher is a, a former um, major in the army, and he, he's out. And he, uh, for those of you old enough to remember the old kung fu, they did a new kung fu, which I know just ended, um, which is for a modern audience, which I never uh, bothered to look at. But the original one with David Carradine, it actually is kind of similar to that, in that he he leaves the um, the military, which I'm not going to you know explain how that happens. You got to read the novels or watch the show. Um, but he ends up just basically uh, retiring and traveling the world, or actually it's the country. I don't think he. I don't remember him going out of the United States. But um, but no, yeah, he more takes takes uh, his toothbrush, which is all he has for luggage, and uh, mostly buses. Uh, sometimes he hitchhikes and he just goes around for adventures. Very similar to the old Kung Fu back in the early 70s. Um, and, I, you know, it's, it's, he's an old time tough guy. Uh, I know a lot of people with the, uh, that like the modern audience probably will think he's a little bit too violent. Uh, but for someone like me and a lot of people that I know, we like old school still. And it, it's, it's refreshing uh, to see, you know, a time where, you know, men were men and weren't apologetic for it, to be honest with you. Uh, we know the uh, Alan uh, Richman, Richson, I guess is his name. I haven't seen him a lot around. I guess he, he was, has been in uh, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and another show I've never heard of before called Blood Drive. Um, his co-star, uh, his, his, you know, uh, sidekick, he usually brings in for help when things get difficult. Negley is played by Maria Sten. Um, she's been in the uh, Swamp Thing. And uh, Channel Zero, I guess, is another show she's been in, which uh, I'm not familiar with. Uh, the Love Interest was uh, played by Sorinda Swan. 
um, who you might know from um, the short show, The Inhumans, didn't last very long. I think her name was like Medusa or something. I, I, I didn't actually watch the show. I just read about it. So I could be wrong with that. Um, but I got really excited uh, about the show in general and about the new season. I love season one. I'm not going to review that because it, it you know, came out of a while ago. But uh, the original attempt at doing Reacher uh, a few years ago, um, they got uh, uh, Tom Cruise. And it's no offense to Tom Cruise. I mean, but Reacher's a character that his physical size matters. He just doesn't happen to be 6'5 and, I don't know, 250, 275, whatever he is, of solid muscle. Um, by chance. I mean, it plays a lot into his character. Um, I remember one of the books I was, I was uh, reading where he, he, you know, was running in the middle of the night with a woman and they had to scale a fence and she was just, he was climbing up this wall. I guess he had his shirt off, you know, for the women or whatever. Uh, and he was climbing, climbing the, the, the wall and she was amazed at the way he looked like King Kong. So his size really did matter. So when they got Tom Cruise, and, and like I said, no offense to Tom Cruise, but he just looks nothing like Jack Reacher. And um, like I said, size, in some things, some characters, I suppose it wouldn't matter, but you gotta look the part. I mean, you know, people wouldn't hire me to do a, you know, a life story of, uh, of Kate Upton. I mean, I don't look like Kate Upton. Um, so yeah, I mean, so this is way more believable. He, he looks um, the size of Jack Reacher as, I, as I've known him from novels, uh, which, is, which is good. Um, another thing about, I like about his books, by the way, is, um, he seems, and I, I'm talking about Lee Child, by the way, I, I, I read about his background. I don't see any military in his background. I wish I could meet the guy and find out. He's got to have something. I think his father might've been in uh, the military, not thinking about it, but the way he describes things, um, is tremendous. Uh, he can describe, uh, you know, Reacher, uh, you know, uh, setting up a sniper shot and he'll go into pages of detail about what's important in getting the heartbeat down. And, um, you know, if it's going through a glass, you need actually two shots, the first one to break the glass and the second one to hit the target, you know, stuff like I would possibly uh, know of, but it, it made it interesting, that kind of stuff. So I do actually like a, a Lee Charles writing style too. Um, some people might find it a little slow with the, with all the descriptions, but I'm actually pretty good with it. Uh, as far as the, the, the show goes, the season, it's um, it's uh, one of my favorite uh, books. It's about the fact that uh, he, when he was a major in the military, he uh, led a group of special investigators that were like top notch. And uh, through a series of events, which some of which they cover in the, in the season, um, they get disbanded and they break up and I guess they leave the military. Um, well, it comes to his attention that some of the former uh, members of the um, uh, special investigators have been, uh, are missing and, and, and some have been killed. So he brings the old group together. They kind of find, find out what's going on. Um, you know, are they alive? Are they dead? If they're dead, how? Um, so yeah, it was, it was pretty interesting. Um, I'll have to be honest though, it was a little disappointing because it was one of my favorite books. Season one, um, I was told this, I told this was a little bit of a disappointment coming down from season one. I didn't want to hear it. Uh, I will say the first 10 minutes really had me uh, cheering. 
I was very excited. Unfortunately, it didn't really stay there. It kind of, um, you know, I cannot lie. It, it was a little bit disappointing. And some of the things with me saying that the books kind of uh, blended in, and there are a lot of things that I'm scratching my head going, I don't recall that in the book. Doesn't mean it's not there. Um, it just means I don't remember it. And, and some of the stuff that, I, that I'll that i cover really quickly, um, I would be hard pressed to think it was in the book. But a couple of notes before we get into that. Um, Robert Patrick, who you probably know from Terminator, uh, and a few other things too. He's been, he's been in a lot of things. He was in Walking Dead for an episode. He, he's, a, he's a guy that's been around for a while. Uh, he's in it. Um, he looks terrible, by the way. I, I checked out and, you know, I got really nervous because he's only like five years older than I am. Um, but uh, anyway, he he does not look look uh, great, uh, but he puts in a good performance like he always does, um, you know, which is which is good. Um, trying to think there were some. Um, oh, there was another guy, too. Um, and I, I'm honestly forgetting his name. Um, but he was, uh, from the wire. Uh, he played Herc in the wire and I, I, I am sorry, but I do not remember, uh, the guy's name presently. Um, I think it's like Demacio. I'm ashamed. But anyway, for those of you, and he, he was in, he was in a few things too, but, um, he was in that movie replica recently. That's right. That's not a bad movie, by the way. Um, was it on, was it on Netflix? It might've been on Netflix. I didn't pay for it, um, but there was a movie called Replica that um, that he was in that actually was pretty pretty good, and it was a, uh, the return of Elisa Silverstone too in in that movie. So yeah, I mean, there's a a, a hidden nugget if if you want to kill a couple hours. Um, anyway, back to this. Um, so I'm trying to think. More. Oh yeah, there was one scene that I, that I'm really tired of uh, of seeing this kind of stuff in movies and, and TV shows. I kind of work in technology and I have for close to 30 years now. Um, can we stop having people guess passwords? Uh, I remember the first time I saw that with uh, Sandra Bullock in that really bad movie, The Net. Not bad, you know, it, it, when I was watching it, for someone who was in technology, it, it, it you know, made a lot of errors as did uh, Firewall, I think was called with uh, Harrison Ford, boy. I mean, don't get me going on the technology flaws there, but yeah, I mean, but but guessing passwords, the fact is this is not 1995 anymore. If somebody doesn't want you to know their password, it's not that hard. I think just your average 12 year old probably knows to stick a, a few, you know, characters, uh, you know, exclamation point in the middle or a star here or there. And I mean, it would, it just makes the, the password so much com more complicated. Uh, you wouldn't believe it. So, you know, you're probably not going to put your, your dog's name anymore for your, uh, your password or your favorite baseball team. But so that kind of, that kind of irritated me. Uh, I'm almost sure that couldn't have been in the book. Lee Child is, is too good with his uh, details that he wouldn't put that in there. But yeah, at one point they got to get together and uh, they had to, uh, to guess a password. Um, and another one too, uh, for those of you who know any technology, I'll try not to bore people too much, but they located a woman through uh, her daughter was playing like a Nintendo game. And uh, you know, one of the tech geeks supposedly found her IP address and located her. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. 
um, <laughs> the IP address at most, if they found it, would give them a proxy server somewhere. Uh, you're not going to locate the daughter, but maybe I'm getting too too much in detail. But these are the things that I'm just shaking my head going, yeah, they didn't really need to add that. Pretty sure that wasn't in the book either. Um, so anyway, uh, I did find out that the villain seemed to be a little bit canned. Uh, the, the main characters were outstanding, and I liked that about them. Um, Alan Richardson uh, is a great reacher. Uh, Begley um, is, is great. Begley is a tough, strong woman, uh, but she has issues. And they brought, that, they brought that across very well. She might be a little bit more standoffish in the, in the novels, um, but she has got a thing like she doesn't want people to touch her. I'm not sure they've explained that to her, but she's not touchy-feely. Um, if you, if you go touching her without her, you know, knowing, she'd probably belt you. Um, she smiled a little bit too much, but I'm, I'm getting too, too granular here. She, was a, she does a good job at Begley. Um, as far as uh, Sorinda Swan, um, she played Dixon. Dixon wasn't really in a lot of novels. Uh, she, she was absolutely uh, good. So really, I think the main characters all the way around, I had no problem with. The problem I had was with a lot of the uh, character development and scripting. I found that the, the, the major players showed up and they performed, but a lot of the, a lot of the, uh, the scenes had a lot of the, um, you know, oh, let's go, let's go get them, go get them, all that kind of stuff. You know, too much running around like uh, uh, the Keystone Cops. Um, I remember the book was much more uh, intelligent. Uh, there was much more reasoning. A lot of the scenes, they were kind of convoluted and didn't really make sense. Um, it, and it didn't really help me too much that I read the book. Maybe it was because I read the book so many years ago, although I don't really think seven years ago was that long. But Or maybe it's just because um, it wasn't in the book. I really don't know. And I, it's not important for me to go back. Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll browse through it to see. But um, but anyway, that, that's, what I, that's what I think that, that was bothering me the most. And I thought the characters were outstanding. I think that the, the, the scripting and um, the, the uh, bad guys, the villains, were, were weak and predictable. Um, there was one point where they were, uh, where they were looking for, I'm not gonna blow too much here, there's not, don't wanna give away too many spoilers, but they were looking for, uh, this, this woman who was a key to something to find, they wanted to find out. And, uh, and she got away and then they decided to get her daughter. Well, apart from the fact that it's evil and mean and you don't want them to hurt a young girl, I think she was like maybe 12 or something. It served no practical purpose for them to go after the daughter. And I know that couldn't be in the book. And I'm sitting there going, well, wait a minute. I mean, the woman had information. So you were trying to get her but she escaped and now you're turning around and going after the daughter. The daughter's not gonna be able to tell you anything. So that was, you know, it was a plot point, I guess, to make the bad guys bad and, you know, to have the girl saved and all that. But, you know, it, it kind of helps to, to make sense to the storyline. But anyway, um, that's pretty much it. I will give it overall. I will say it's still, still with my issues that I had with the storyline. I wish it stuck more to the book. Um, I thought the characters are great. I'm certain looking forward to season three. 
Uh, season one was great. I would give, I would give season one maybe a nine. I would give season two an eight, um, maybe. Um, it could be probably. I'm just. I'm really, really uh, fond of, uh, of of the Reacher character. But I will say one more thing before I go, though, is uh, this whole thing about a uh, you know a modern audience. What I liked about this, and it kind of kind of stuck out to me, is that lo and behold, they had an old time you know uh, He Man running around you know, breaking legs and saving the damsel and all, all that kind of stuff. But it was highly diversified. It hit all, it hit all the notes. I mean, if you look back on his, uh, on his team that he formed in the army, uh, they, were, they were highly diversified. Um, and I really don't remember if that was part of the book or not. It didn't really matter because it doesn't really matter sometimes. In, in, when you don't make a point out of it, it doesn't really matter. Um, Negley um, is a lesbian. Um, she was, she, and she was a very serious, as a matter of fact, um, she's his right hand. I mean, he relies on Negley all the way through his novels. Uh, so you have that, you have strong woman, uh, uh, Dixon, whose love interest was one of the members of his squad too. And she was in a lot of fights during the show and she handled herself very, very well. And she could shoot the lights out of anything. I mean, again, what I'm trying to say is Rachel looks great. Begley looked great. Um, everyone looked great. Where I think nowadays they have to make men, especially white men, uh, white straight men, uh, look either incompetent, um, stupid, or both, or evil, and evil, of course, um, or they don't feel happy. You can do a cast like this with strong, noble, intelligent, intellectual uh, people with honor and not have anyone suffer as a result. They can all uh, be people you admire. And I think that they do that very well here. I didn't feel like anybody, uh, regardless of uh, race, uh, sex, or in any way, shape or form was, was um, compromised. I think they all put on a good show. So it can be done. You know, Fortis Worth, I wanted to throw that out there. Um, but anyway, so yeah, we'll give it an eight. And uh, I'm hoping season uh, three, uh, brings it back up to more like the nine territory, but certainly is worth your while. Um, and books certainly are worth your while. Um, so with that, I will say if you like this, uh, please um, like, uh, subscribe, share. Um, Want to leave me a message, go right ahead. And uh, hey, thank you for your time. I hope it was good for you too. Uh, this is uh, the gray man saying uh, good night.